0: Start selling on Shopify today. Go to shopify.com slash CNN for a $1 per month trial. Hi, everyone. I'm David Chalian, the CNN political director. This is the CNN political briefing. Here's what you need to know in politics for Monday, May 17th, 2021 pressure is mounting on the White House to take a more active role in resolving the hostilities that have broken out into a full-blown crisis in Israel and Gaza. We'll discuss that, plus tensions rising as the House prepares to vote on that January 6th commission. And finally, the Supreme Court announces it's going to hear a controversial abortion case that could be a threat to Roe v. Wade. Sunday marked the deadliest day of the week-long conflict between Israel and Palestine. That's according to data from the Palestinian Ministry of Health in Gaza. Israeli airstrikes killed at least 52 Palestinians over the weekend. One of those airstrikes over the weekend hit a building containing the offices of foreign press organizations, which Israeli officials, including the prime minister, Benjamin Netanyahu, defended the action on Sunday by claiming the building housed Hamas intelligence services. However, U.S. Secretary of State Anthony Blinken said that he at least had not personally seen the intelligence behind the strike, but that the U.S. had asked Israel for more details, quote, regarding the justification, end quote, for destroying the tower. This has quickly become an international crisis for the Biden administration, and Biden and his team are being criticized for its lack of movement on this issue. It is quite clear that the president does not want to be dragged into yet another Israeli-Palestinian conflict. His foreign policy goals have been setting America's sights on China, not being mired yet again in the Middle East. In fact, at the end of his remarks today about tax cuts in the American Rescue Plan, as well as vaccine distribution around the world, he took one question on Israel, and he didn't answer it. Instead, the president simply stated he was due to speak to Prime Minister Netanyahu later this afternoon, and he would report back. On our special episode on Friday, we highlighted some of the progressive Democrats pushing the White House to do more, now pressures mounting throughout the party with more than 25 Democratic senators, led by Georgia Senator John Ossoff, having released a joint statement calling for an immediate ceasefire agreement in Israel and the Palestinian territories to, quote, «prevent further loss of life and further escalation of violence». House Intelligence Committee Chairman Adam Schiff criticized Israel on Sunday for the rocket attack and issued his own message to the Biden administration. The administration needs to push harder uh, on Israel uh, and uh, the Palestinian Authority to stop the violence, uh, bring about a ceasefire and these hostilities, uh, and get back to a process of trying to resolve this long-standing conflict. The next 72 hours will prove critical in determining whether and how the Biden administration can apply more pressure to the parties to bring this conflict to an end. Now, here's what else matters today. As the Republican Party continues to grapple with the divisions within their ranks, the House of Representatives is expected to vote this Wednesday on the legislation creating a bipartisan commission to investigate the January 6th attack. Now, as you know, January 6th has been a turning point for the party as Republicans positioned themselves on sort of either side of the truth and facts around what occurred that day. Some have been whitewashing the issue, downplaying the seriousness of the attack. For example, Republican Congressman Andrew Clyde, who compared the day's events to a, quote, normal tourist visit. According to CNN, the Justice Department has charged at least 400 people in connection with the January 6th insurrection. And the recently ousted House Republican conference chair, Representative Liz Cheney, criticized her colleagues for downplaying the insurrection and added that House Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy may be called to testify when such a commission gets created. Here's what she said about that possibility. He absolutely should, and and I wouldn't be surprised uh, if he were subpoenaed. I think that he very clearly and said publicly that he's got information about the president's state of mind that day. And perhaps the biggest news today on this front of the January 6th commission is that we've learned that the Republicans in leadership on the House side are not going to whip the bill. That means Kevin McCarthy, Steve Scalise are not going to take a nose count and apply pressure to their members to vote against the creation of this commission. They're taking a sort of hands-off approach. But watching where McCarthy comes down on this and whether or not he gives vocal support to this or just lets it happen without his vocal support will be very telling about how Kevin McCarthy plans to lead his party into the future. And finally today, the Supreme Court on Monday agreed to take up a key abortion case next term. It concerns a controversial Mississippi law that banned most abortions after 15 weeks, rekindling a potentially major challenge to the 1973 landmark Roe v. Wade ruling. Mississippi's 15-week abortion ban, which then-Governor Phil Bryant, a Republican, signed into law back in 2018, made exceptions only for medical emergencies or cases in which there is, quote, a severe fetal abnormality, but not for instances of rape and incest. A federal judge in Mississippi struck down the law in November 2018, and the Fifth U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals upheld that ruling in December 2019. After being rescheduled for the high court's consideration and conference over a dozen times, the case could present a direct challenge to Roe. And this case will, of course, prove to be a prime example of the impact on President Trump's appointment of Amy Coney Barrett to the bench just months before the presidential election that he lost after the death of Ruth Bader Ginsburg. This is a court that in the final weeks of the Trump administration moved to a more conservative direction, now with a 6-3 solid conservative majority. White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki said President Biden is going to work to codify Roe versus Wade into law, no matter what the court decides in this Mississippi case. That's it for today's political briefing. Thanks so much for listening. And please take a moment and be sure to follow us wherever you get your podcasts. We'll talk to you tomorrow.